0: hey everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of the 1001 films podcast i'm your host sean gardner and today i'm going to be talking about the predator uh, prequel soft reboot film titled prey uh, now streaming on hulu uh, it's a really great movie i really enjoyed it and i'm going to give you all of my thoughts after a quick word from our sponsor So the first thing I have to say about Prey is that it is one of the most um, unique examples of a reboot or a prequel that I have seen in a very long time. Um, so the basic premise of the film is that uh, it takes place in you know, the pre-industrial West, um, you know, the early 1700s, 1800s western United States. Um, among these Cherokee this Cherokee tribe and a, a predator, uh, you know, from the previous predator movies uh, that we've all seen and known to love, um, just is kind of just kind of is dropped into that setting. Um, and it kind of goes through what would happen if this um, hyper advanced and hyper intelligent uh, predator creature is dropped into. This somewhat primitive, at least techno- technologically, this primitive uh, Native American tribe, and just how the the interaction between the the hyper advanced and the primitive um, is very interesting and very unique way to do um, a prequel or um, a soft reboot. Um, so, but re- what? What this movie does really well that I think all of the other Predator sequels and spin-offs do, uh, don't do do well is that this story is really character-driven. You know, all the Predator sequels, even the first one, it's just, it's about, uh, it's it's about the big, the grandiose. You know, all the sequels, it's like more Predators, bigger Predators, um, you know, different um you know different killing techniques and different technology and just everything's just bigger and, and just more 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 uh and this one really does the opposite it really narrows it down to uh, there's this one predator you know kind of terrorizing this one tribe or this one area and it's all about this this um this young woman and her brother. And it's more about the relationship between them and their place in their culture and their place in the tribe and what the roles that they have to fulfill and, um, things like that and that and the culture in that time, than it is really about the predator. The predator is really the MacGuffin of the film. It, it's really, uh, incidental that it's, that it's, um, a predator. It could they could have made this movie where, Instead of a predator, it was like a bear or something or some some kind of other large predatory animal um, and the story between the uh, the brother and the sister wouldn't have changed that much, uh, but it just makes it infinitely more interesting that it is a a predator a predator creature um, and I just want to give um you know some compliments to the cast. Amber Mid Thunder is Naru. He, uh, she, he, she plays the uh, the main character Naru. and Dakota Beavers is her brother. Um, and the other, and their performances are really great. I would love to see them, and um, you know, in a sequel, if you know, if possible. Um, but just kind of going along with that, the the other side characters kind of help make this um, make the story move along, um, and kind of really do what they're supposed to do in supporting the main characters. But this, you know, this movie, like I said, is really just about the, the relationship between the brother and sister. Um, and you really get to know them and you really spend a lot of time with them. And there's not really a lot of predator moments. Um, you know, in this movie, is really more about like finding yourself and uh, you know discovering who you are and your place in, uh, in your world and in your culture. Um, and that's what really grounds the film and makes it more interesting uh, is that you care about the characters, that the characters are just not they're not just cannon fodder for the predator to kill in interesting and unique ways. Um, you know, that being said, I'm not going to pretend like this isn't a Predator movie. You know, there are great effects, there are interesting ways of showing the Predator's skills and abilities, and how Naru and her brother have to overcome them. Um, and there, you know, it is gory, it is violent, um, and, you know, that kind of is what you would expect from a Predator movie, but it's not the main focus, um, so I just feel like, um, you know, this movie, it clocks in only at, at, a, at about an hour and a half. I think the total runtime is like an hour and 38 minutes. But if you cut off the credits, the actual, you know, the actual story time is only like, is only 90 minutes. Um, the story is tight. It's fast paced. There's not a single wasted moment throughout the whole film. Um, you know, I just, I just really enjoyed it, enjoyed it, it was really entertaining, you get sucked in right away, you jump right into the story right away, and, you know, it's, I just, I enjoyed everything about this movie, um, and because it's so good, it just, it baffles me that it was not released in theaters, it was released exclusively on Hulu, um, you know, I would have loved to see have seen this on on the big screen with the surround sound and the effects on the on the big screen and you know, I don't I just I just don't understand. I feel like this because this movie's only 90 minutes long, you could get more showings per day uh in a theater and I feel like it's a good enough movie that uh if you market it right and people know that it's like a Predator prequel then you could you could have made so much money at the box office because I feel like this is exactly what's what's missing, you know, from uh, from theaters right now. All, all the movies that are making money it's it's just Marvel, it's Marvel, it's Star Wars, it's DC. You know, I think this this is kind of going off on a tangent, but I think the reason why a film like Top Gun: Maverick has made so much money and has done so well at the box office uh you know apart from the fact that it's a it's uh an astounding achievement in cinema as far as like the practical effects go and it's an engaging story and everything and all of that i i think another major reason why it has done so well is because it's not one of those major properties it's not a comic book movie it's not a superhero movie it's real people in real situations um and it's it's not people flying around in capes in front of green screens you know it's uh you know it was real people in real planes um and that's kind of how I feel with with this movie Prey like it's it's real people really out in the wilderness really living in teepees really wandering around in the woods uh fighting this predator you know the pre- the pred- predator um you know you could kind of tell that it was a mix of of practical and uh digital effects but i feel like it, it worked t- together so seamlessly that it made it feel the fact that they were on a real location and that they were really out in the wilderness it really grounded it and um in, in something more tangible than a lot of what these superhero movies are doing these days and i just feel like if they would have put it out in the theater it would have made a lot of money And I just wish they would make more movies like this and put more movies like this out in theaters instead of just throwing them out on streaming service. Uh, But anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, This has been my first episode in a while. And, um, you know, this is just a hobby for me. So don't expect... Uh, regular episodes I'm just going to throw them up whenever I get the, get the chance or get the, the feeling to, that I want to do one so but anyway thank you guys so much for listening uh, Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at SMG reviews and on my blog at 1001 film Thank you so much for listening guys and I will catch you next time.